like what you hear today, there are several ways you can connect with us. First way is on our website at datadamesmarketing.com. And you can also find us on Twitter. I'm at Gen C Writer. And I'm at A Hilliard M. We're both on LinkedIn, as is Datadames Marketing. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the difference between website marketing, website design, and website development. Those are all terms that people tend to use interchangeably, but and they shouldn't, and they should not. So we're going to talk about we're why educate you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she's playing with the new soundboard. So I think we should talk about how we've leveled up very yeah. quickly with our technology. Three episodes, we've gone from amateur to pro. Uh, uh, not well, sure. pro-ish. Pro-ish, yes. So first episode was on an iPad, and I'm sure you'll, if you go back and listen to our introductory episodes, you, you will- You probably laughed when you listened to it. Right, you'll know it right away. Or you just turned it off immediately. Because <laughs> the sound quality sucked. Except for my mom. She loves us, and right. she listened. She's our biggest fan. Yeah, she listened anyway. the three people that listen. <laughs> She's the biggest fan. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, the first the first episode, iPad. Second episode, we went with all those online reviews. Blue Yeti mics. Mm-hmm. Way and, to go. And we discovered. It's not the way to go. No, no. In fact, I feel like at some point we should, we should blog a little bit about this because I'm kind of irritated by the many blog posts I read about, quote, how easy it is to podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we were uh, guided towards uh, a professional. Yes, um, thank Logan you, Connie Miller. Collins. Yes, she introduced us to Logan Miller at Sweetwater. Yep. And he, after asking us a couple questions, got us hooked up with the right gear, and here we are. I know. What is the right gear? Uh, we are using the Roadcaster Pro and SE Mics. Not sure what the model number is, but yeah, you probably don't care. So. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll move on. Yeah, so today we want to continue with our regular segment, which is our small business shout outs, because that is a very important thing right now. So um, today we want to shout out to Delhi, Ohio. Oh, yeah, there we go again. <laughs> um, we are friends with the owners of, I, I guess maybe we need to like make a, what do they call that when you... Confession? <laughs> <laughs> no, not a confession. Like, I, I don't know. I can't think of the term right now. But yeah, we're friends with the folks at Delhi, Ohio, and we think they're awesome. And Delhi, Ohio makes, of course, delicious food, but it's all locally sourced. And the thing that we're most impressed with is how, even though it's been really hard to keep their doors open right now during the shutdown and the pandemic. They have continued to support local charities with their, their yeah, with the proceeds yeah. of their sales. That, and there's another 
That is Rachel Vandernick of the Vander Group. She's actually not even local to us. She is in Philadelphia. Right. Local to my heart, though, because yeah. I got family there and I'm originally from Pittsburgh area. So, yeah. Um, what we really love about what Rachel's doing is that when she gets referral business, she um, gives a portion of her first month's invoice invoice to you know to the person that ref- to the organization that referred her but well she offers a couple ways right she, some a, a certain percentage of uh, just cash but even better if you are willing to take a gift card from a local small business she'll give you a even, higher percentage yeah, even higher percentage yeah. and so we are really impressed by that in yeah. fact we want to steal that idea yes we're going to steal it Rachel you're awesome yes. we're impressed and Rachel is a um, SEM, so she does uh, paid search um, as well as content. Uh, no, she doesn't do content. She does She does what you do. She does Oh, SEO. right, right. Yes. <laughs> I knew it was one of us. I know, right? Yeah. Right. But Rachel, we're, we're really uh, thankful to be connected. partnering with you. Yeah, yeah we... connected and partnering with you on some projects. So, All right. Let's move into the actual meet, hey? Eh? So maybe the first thing that we want to do is define website marketing, website design, excuse me, and website development. Um, So we actually came up with an analogy a little bit because um, we just thought it might be easier to, um, for people to connect um, with, with what these different areas do. Um, So website architects versus website interior designers as well as or and construction companies. Yeah. So let's uh, let's assign the roles here. We got uh, the architect or the blueprint maker is the website marketing team. The uh, design website design is the interior designer. And, and the, the website developer, of course, that's being the one discipline that's left is is the construction company so i think most businesses go into the process of either creating a brand new website or redeveloping their existing one with the thought i need a website developer yes yeah or they'll say i need a website designer yeah which they may mean developer Right. And that, and again, we're, we're back to those interchangeably, interchangeable terms, but our premise is our thesis for this podcast. Always start with website marketing first. Right. And Um, here's why. Okay. Right. Yeah. So you have the blueprint, which we assign to the website marketer, um, to kind of provide the big picture vision mm-hmm. yeah um before you get into the details of the website and if you if you just start jumping into the details um you kind of get lost in the weeds a little bit and it's it's easy to do um i'm the first person to to like spend three hours looking at fonts different <laughs> yes fonts. you are <laughs> um and and you know that stuff is important but really have to tie it into your marketing goals and uh, your business objectives. And 
And one thing we promised with this podcast is that we would always bring it back to the two terms, meaningful marketing and measurable marketing. So when you have a marketing plan, you have to realize that your website is a tool, um, one of many tools in your in your marketing toolbox. An uh, important one. Uh, yeah, actually, it, it may potentially be one of your most important tools. It could yeah. be <clears throat> your central tool, but it is nevertheless a tool. And if it doesn't serve your your business goals and objectives, if it doesn't serve your marketing strategy, then it's not functioning at full potential. Right. So I guess starting with the why, right? Starting with, well, we start with why, the why do we have this website and what are we looking to get out of it? Yeah, what's the purpose of your of your website? Um, what happens when you don't look at your marketing objectives and goals? What happens when you don't look at the purpose of your website? Is some 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 key things can get lost. First of all, you oftentimes overlook website function. Right. Um, maybe we should define what we mean by website function. Yeah. Um, so example, um, we worked with a team of designers and developers who uh, pretty much had a website that was ready to launch. Mm -hmm. um, and then they kind of brought us into the process and we were giving advice about, you know, hey, let's, it, it was an e-commerce site or at least a portion of the site was e-commerce. Um, so I started by looking at some analytics to see how they were performing, uh, what their uh, profits have have been over the last couple of years, uh, and then what they were hoping to get out of the redesign redevelopment. But it was a little late because they already had the design in place and the development was, like I said, almost wrapped up. Yeah, and the the part that they were asking us about was one of the, I mean, key revenue sources for their business. That's pretty major. Right, so like one of the major purposes of the website, right? Yeah. And they didn't really have that planned out well uh, in the right. design. Right, so people literally could not seamlessly look at the products and then buy them right from you know in, in a in a simple one two-step process yeah calls to action were kind of buried um it made the the visitors do a lot of work to get to the point where they could learn about the products and then purchase the product right and so that's not only a loss of functionality, that's also really losing sight of objective business objectives and goals yeah. with this tool, this website. Yeah, and, and recalling another example that I had um, early on, uh, a company that brought me in to do marketing stuff, uh, and they had their website set up, and they weren't doing any redevelopment work, but they had their website set up and... Um, they wanted me to track uh, two different buttons at the top of the site that kind of split their um, their different personas, different ways to travel through the site. And they wanted me to see, you know, which, which path most of the visitors were taking. 
And after having worked with them for a while, um, just came to thinking about, you know, are they, are users taking a certain path because of the design, the way that the, the website is set up? What if it were set up a different way? You know, you're kind of forcing your visitors into a certain thing instead of, you know, thinking about your, your goals and your objectives first and then building the design uh, and developing the site around those goals and objectives. And I think that gets to the heart of one of the places that businesses so often get off track, and that is in the web design. They're so focused on the aesthetic appearance, how their brand looks, how um, do they like how the page looks to them, that they're completely forgetting about the site visitor, their either established customers or potential customers, and that things like user experience, things like page layout and design are actually marketing functions, not the, not the necessarily the domain of the, of the designer or the developer while. Yeah. I mean, it's very rare to come across a developer or designer that uses Google analytics or any other analytics platform uh, regularly, like to guide them in their everyday work. Um, website marketing, on the other hand, and that's a key piece to informing strategy. Yeah. And so, again, you know, a designer or developer might have some ideas, a client might have some ideas of what they like, uh, but when you don't involve any data, then you run the risk of completely missing designing and developing around your objectives and goals and then kind of having to work backwards. And uh, a lot of times that causes, you know, having to double up on the work. Right. Um, to be honest, lo loss of time and loss of money. Once right. you, you know, you know, you talked a little, or we, and Lisa, you and I have talked a little bit about how often clients have approached us or approached, you know, designers and developers with the hurry up, I've got to get this, I've got to get this launched Absolutely. immediately. That can, you know, that kind of approach can lead to um, a lot of work post-launch. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, again, depending on the data, which is why you have to look at it, uh, you could lose a lot of rankings, you could lose a lot of traffic, uh, you could lose a lot of value in redeveloping your site and you know, a lot of it would have to do with the lack of planning yeah, and the lack of um, looking at analytics prior to the redesign to kind of help inform that. So, yeah. And that goes back to, you know, what we said right at the start. Our thesis is, <laughs> to use that very academic word, our thesis is you always should start with a website marketer before you even contact a website designer or developer or before you even, you know, identify who those people should be on your team. It always should be the website marketer. Another thing I think that is something that we often see is that clients will 
have certain expectations like, oh, if I, you know, if I redevelop my site or if I, if I update the design, like it's going to perform better, but that's not necessarily like, that's kind of magical thinking. That's not necessarily the, the right approach. Um, yeah, because you can't just like kind of shoot, shoot a, shoot an arrow in the dark and hope to hit the bullseye. Right. And I feel like maybe we've talked about this before on the podcast, but I know you've, you and I've definitely talked about it in conversation is um, coming at marketing from your own perspective and the fact that you think, you know, if this resonates with me or if this is how I would approach this or this is what I would want, that that must be what everybody wants. And unfortunately, that's just not the case which is why you need, even with website development, you need data-informed process. Yeah, it's almost like internal blinders. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times we we look at our own business and we, we think we understand it a certain way. And, then and they do. We, I mean, and not to say you yeah, don't no, understand yeah, your business. For sure. You absolutely do. For sure. But it is, a cer- it is from your perspective, right? Right. And so... That's just one perspective. Right. When you Then when you ask your your clients they might see it differently and they might see it from a different perspective and so it is it is really helpful to have an outside perspective um when data is so um what's the word i want data is completely unbiased yeah. no that doesn't well, okay all right go go maybe for not it. Maybe not. Okay. Well, that's kind of a whole that's kind of a whole other podcast okay we'll put but, that in our podcast list yeah is data biased, but we might have to have a, a guest on the show for that okay. one. All right, deal, deal. Um, but it does give you an outside perspective yep. on, you know, what what you think needs to happen with your with your website. Right, and just as you are the expert in your services and your products, we're we're experts in digital marketing. We've been doing this for for a long time and we've seen a lot of different um, industries and, and how they play out online. And, you know, every, every, every client is going to be unique mm-hmm. to some extent. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, it, it's really helpful to bring in um, an expert outsider, an expert in marketing Mm -hmm. and analytics um to kind of give you guidance uh to help to help advise your your strategy i think it's a good time to you know think about the pressures that you know either a one person marketing team or someone who leads a very small marketing team can have um, marketing is very fast-paced. Marketing is multidisciplinary. There are a lot of tools. There are a lot of things going on with marketing. And when you look at the importance of your website to your your marketing strategy, um, with all of those other distractions and things going on, maybe even expectations from your your managers or from the company CEO why it's so important to to you know to 
consult with a, you know, with marketing experts who can bring some perspective, uh, but also can devote the time that it takes to make sure that your website is is focused on your your business objectives and goals and looking at yeah. looking at the details yeah looking at the design and the development and saying hey does this make sense from a marketing perspective and does it speak to or does it satisfy all of the business objectives that we're going after right. now i will say okay so saying all is is a bit much um obviously a, a website is a living breathing thing just like your marketing and so it's it's evolving there's cycles there's there's different campaigns but um, when you launch obviously there's there's certain things when you're redeveloping and launching a, a new website um, that are key kind of backbone things to look at yeah and that's a really important reason to bring in some outside marketing perspective again before you even talk to a designer or a developer right so i think that's that sums it up. I might sum it up. All right. Oh, wrong one. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, she's playing with these. <laughs> this this little roadcaster here. <laughs> um, so I guess to go to just to summarize, um, our our view is that you, whenever you're getting ready to build a new website or you're getting ready to redevelop a website, you start with a website marketer. Um, the website marketer is that person who's going to help you build a blueprint. They're the architect. They're gonna help you, they're gonna help ensure that that website um, not only is meeting your, your business objectives and goals, they're going to- From a design, design standpoint, but also from right. a functionality right. standpoint. From functionality and and that you know when you involve a, a web designer you've essentially already moved to the interior design portion of the process yeah. and and the website developer being the construction company um, they're basically putting the code together that will deliver the structure the structure well, that you or the finished product I guess. deliver the yeah deliver the finished product that you want and when you fail to bring the website marketer in at the beginning. It's that, like forgetting to put a bathroom in the master bedroom. <laughs> it's so American, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And and that means that once the website is launched, you may immediately find that you've... Um, There's a big piece that yeah. needs... Right. For your marketing. Reworked. Right. Right away. Right away. You might find that you need to... Just like in that example, actually, the the one that we came in on kind of too late mm -hmm. when they launched they did see their sales drop and they were concerned um obviously yeah. it's kind of like what we predicted happened yeah unfortunately yeah. so well thanks for joining us yeah hopefully we'll see you in episode four i see you hopefully there were a few tidbits that you could uh, you can take away and use for your I was already business. like saying goodbye. Oh, all right. Well, I guess I'm, as usual, dragging things out. So we are the Data Dames of Data Dames Marketing. You can find us at datadamesmarketing.com. You can find us on Twitter, Gen Z Writer. Hey, Hillier Dam. And find us on LinkedIn. We'll see you next time. Well, 
Will we see you? No. No, we won't see you. <laughs> Unless you send us a picture of yourselves, which we would like that. Yeah. Send us a picture. As long as it's appropriate. <laughs> Kid friendly. Thanks. No, don't say thanks. Oh. It's not like you're getting off a phone call. <laughs>